Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Overtime on the Ice. I'm Jenna Harner, joined by Phil Bork and Dane Kovacevic. Guys, it is two of the best words in all of sports. Game 7, everything on the line for the Penguins and the Rangers Sunday night. We're going to start, though, we'll rewind a little bit, go back to Game 5, that hit from Jacob Truba on Sidney Crosby that eventually took him out of the game. Multiple reports saying that it's a concussion. It looks like a concussion. You never want to speculate. But with concussions, it's always so difficult, too, because you could miss one game. Borky, like you said earlier, you can wake up and be totally fine, or it can be something that lingers for a while. And it's especially troubling to see, too, for a guy like Sidney Crosby, who's had a history of concussions. I guess we could just kind of start with the fact, what did you think of the hit? Because there's so much discussion about it. The league deciding to do nothing. They didn't call a penalty, didn't even go for a suspension, didn't even look at it. They said, yeah, we're just kind of, it is what it is type thing. Uh, it's filthy. I, I, I can't come up with a better word for it than that, Jenna. Uh, the, the intention is there. You don't just skate towards someone with the chicken wing elevated like this and say, oh yeah, just a hockey play, just following through there. Uh, on top of that, you have Gerard Gallant in the previous game in Pittsburgh saying, we're soft, 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 and he actually used the term four times. Truba echoes it over the course of the week, and they end up just magically headhunting. What do you know in, in game five? What I can't stand about this, in addition to the head injury, in addition to who it was to, is this, this notion that you could use this as a tactic, that you can eliminate the other team's best player or players. And let's remember that Truba had an even worse infraction that also wasn't called earlier in that game in attempting to go after Gensel with the other chicken wing into the glass. Uh, this is, hockey's gotta find a way to get rid of this, but hockey first has to take it re even remotely seriously. Phil, there wasn't even a, a a hearing, a fine, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's start. Yeah, let's start with Gerard Gallant, kind of whipping up his players, and mm -hmm. obviously they take two penalties in the first shift of the game. Uh, and Truba, you're right, uh, going headhunting for Jake Gensel's head. I, I think that would put the referees on high alert. Number one. Number two, the hit itself. I understand in the playoffs, dirty hockey, walk the line go over the line once in a while. But if you're separating shoulders, if you're cracking sternums, I'm all for that. But when it comes to the head, it's a different conversation. And so I understand also that a lot of these hits, they get missed by the referees or they're afraid to call it. 
during the playoffs. I get all that. But when you, as a league, mm. when you're talking mm. about your best player, whether it's Connor McDavid or it's Sidney Crosby, I think it goes under a different microscope. And he didn't just bump his head on the ice. He didn't just all of a sudden go to the bench and have a concussion. <laughs> He's concussed. He got hit in the head. And for the league to look the other way, it's downright embarrassing. It really is, especially against the star players, too. You have to hold people accountable. There has to be some sort of, hey, this can't happen. We are laying down a statement. You can't do this or this will happen for you. You have to set a bar. You have to set an example. And the league doesn't do that, unfortunately, in cases like this, which is what needs to change. There's no doubt about that. So we don't know about Crosby's status. We hopefully will learn a little bit more going into Game 7. Tristan Jari's status, also a bit of a question mark. He has been participating with the team. He's taken a lot of good progress. Mike Sullivan called him taking morning skate, the optional skate with the team, ahead of game five, a big step. And obviously, him doing the same thing ahead of game six was a big thing. Guys, if he is even close to, I want to say, 75 80%, you feel like he has to play here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I'm, I don't want to play you know, a doctor here or medical staff or whatever. But when you're talking about concussions, Jenna, like what uh, Crosby and Ricard Raquel presumably have, you put that over here into a special bracket, okay? Yeah. That's a different thing. That can affect a human being's life. We're talking about, by all accounts here, when it comes to Jari, a fractured foot. Uh, that's a pain tolerance issue. Now, yeah, of course, pain tolerance can affect performance, okay? If you feel something, you know, you're not going to react normally here. But uh, I tell you, I was right behind Jari's net uh, in Madison Square Garden the other night and, and watching him at the skate. And he wasn't pushing off the way you'd want to be. He wasn't 100%. But you know what? I will take him in net, tied to that net like Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks over what we've seen from Louis Domingue. And I'm not even taking a shot at Louis here. He is what he is. He's an AHL goaltender. But Jari's got to be in there. He absolutely has got to be in there for Game 7, Phil. Yeah, I will say the one thing about that type of injury that we probably don't know that much about Jari, uh, uh, Dejan, mm -hmm. with Jari, is, is that lateral movement that you talked about. Yes, yeah, right? as, as a goaltender, and how much you depend on being able to put so much pressure on one foot to the other foot, sliding back and forth. With that being said, it's Game 7. There's no tomorrow that if, if you've got to stick a needle in that foot, and again, I, I don't know how well he can perform with some numbness in your foot as a goaltender. These are a lot of things that we haven't really talked about uh, or know that much about. But at the end of the day, I've seen players take needles in places that are unspeakable Ooh. to find a way to play a playoff game. You find a way, and you're right, pay, everybody's pain tolerance is a little bit different. So, so maybe you just numb it up a little bit but maybe you numb it up all the way. It depends on, on what is going to help him perform at his, as, at his best. But at the end of the day, we really need Tristan Jari to be in there to win Game 7. Yeah, this will be uh, a big game, and that is a big understatement at that. Well, thank you guys so much, and thank you for joining us on Overtime on the Ice.